Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right, so I've got the one, the only, like, I feel like the man that needs no introduction, Kevin Harrington, of course, how many, over 150, how many episodes of Shark Tank? So in Shark Tank, there's five segments per episode, okay? And I did 175. So it's, it, we did a ton of them. I mean, it, it, in fact, all last week, all my segments were, were back, you know? So, um, yeah, it, it's been a good run. I mean, Shark Tank uh, has become, they're, they're calling it Emmy Award winning and, mm-hmm. and globally. Uh, one thing people don't even realize, Shark Tank has its has localized versions now. So there's mm-hmm. there's Israeli sharks and South African sharks and Australian sharks. It all started right here. And I was actually the very first shark they picked. That's why they call me the original shark. Yeah. But I got a chance to travel the world and hook up with the, the sharks all over the place. And we do, I was in Mexico City recently, right before COVID, it was March. Okay. And it was pushing it a little bit to be international, but um, Mexico city's got some great sharks and now I'm doing some deals down there. So uh, it's been, it's been a good run. Think of the global economic impact that, that, that the, 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 the shark tank, you know, uh, brand has led to the, and, and the lives, the number of lives that have been changed. I mean, this is, this is a, it's a project that's been really good for economies. Oh yeah. I mean, first of all, the, the first beneficiary is the person that gets the money. Uh, that's number one. Secondly, if you don't get money, you were still on ABC network for six minutes you're getting a lot of sales and recognition. And now it's going to repeat dozens of times on CNBC and all over the world on, on the internet and various platforms around the world. And, and so that's just the participants of Shark Tank. Now let's talk about, I mean, I'm on several college board, board of directors, and we used Shark Tank episodes in the business schools to teach some business lessons because mm-hmm. sometimes when you start talking about cost of, of use of proceeds and some you know some sophisticated terms and things like that, the the, the father is sitting there with his eleven year old daughter or son and they're teaching them as the show goes on. So it's been an amazing platform for teaching, educating, and and financing entrepreneurship all around the world. You know, I'll never forget, it was a couple of years ago, one of my boys uh, stayed home from school and they were sick and they were binge watching Shark Tank all day long. And I'm like, you know what? They probably got a much better education today (laughs) than had they gone to school for that day. I wish it was around when I was a kid. I'll tell you that. Yeah, no kidding. Sure. 
you know, not only obviously for the, you know, the founder, the entrepreneur, you know, uh, who who's appearing and that's their role within the organization or the company, but then, you know, now because of the attention they get, maybe previously they had a team of like three to five and now they're able to expand. And you think about the jobs that are created as a result of celebrating the entrepreneur. Oh yeah. I mean, you take, for example, one of the, the deal scrub daddy, that product um, was it was basically a little little sponge with some soap yep. in it. Um, I'm, I'm not belittling the product. I'm I'm involved. Lori Grenier did the deal. I now have the Amazon rights to it because you know the different sharks have different skill sets. Lori's really powerful on QVC, and so we've got a huge business on Amazon. And so that has done over a hundred and fifty million dollars from yeah. what what I've been told, knowing some of the sales on the other side of the fence. So I mean. When you think about it, I mean, there's a, there's got to be hundreds and hundreds, if not even more, people that that touches from the standpoint of of manufacturing, shipping, fulfillment, etc. I mean, it's it's amazing what one little six minute pitch on a TV show can lead to a hundred and fifty million dollar business. I've- I've got mine on auto ship every 60 days. I got a new scrub daddy. So there you go. <laughs> it's a great product. Uh, so, you know, in 2020, uh, you know, what, what are some of your observations just in terms of the entrepreneurial community? Uh, you know, how are entrepreneurs responding? Uh, you know, and, and, and maybe a little bit, if you wouldn't mind a little bit of the, how is, you know, the, the founder, the entrepreneur, you know, how are they a bit of an answer to a global impact like COVID and all the constant, yes. you know, shutdowns great, around the around Great the question, world. Josh. I mean, first of all, I'll say this. They, when COVID first hit, it was a shock to everybody when, when, when everybody realized really, I don't know what everyone's recognition of, of COVID when it really hit them was at a different time. For me, I remember it was March 15th, I think, because we had a, a wedding the day before and everybody was like traveling to get home and they're like, oh my God, the world has changed. Now, the first thing people, some people will do is stick their head in the sand and think, oh, Let's just see what happens. This is, it's not going to last forever, but this is as an entrepreneur and a founder, as you're, as you're saying, the first thing was many, many people now were, were staying home. I was home last year. I traveled 200 days this year in six months, three days. So Mm -hmm. the it's, it's unbelievable how it's changing people's lives. But uh, so now 30 plus million unemployed, they're home. But so now home home viewership of television and internet was spiking tremendously. At the same time, the other variable of, of advertisers was plummeting because if, if you're, you know, the restaurants were closed and concerts are not happening and no, you know, no football games you can go to, uh, basketball, et cetera. So, so here you've got huge viewership increases, tremendous advertiser declines. This in-between spot is where I focused as an entrepreneur to go after customer acquisition because we're, we're, we're monitoring day by day what's it cost to acquire a customer on dozens and dozens of campaigns. So one of our campaigns pre-COVID was $18 to acquire a customer. During COVID, got as low as $5 to acquire that same customer because we were able to buy 
unsold media because there were so few advertisers. So the bottom line is, it is the entrepreneur that drives forward. I'm getting 150 pitches a week from entrepreneurs with ideas, many of which are COVID related. So, yeah. so, so it sometimes, you, I mean, the government, what did they say to the states? Deal with it yourself. Go get your own PPE products. You know, it's up to you. We can't help you. It's like, you know, the government is, is like, why can't we, where's the testing? Where's the, the, the you know, the, the, the solutions they should be bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. It's the entrepreneur that's out there seeing the problems, seeing the opportunities. And I'm blown away with some of the amazing things that I'm taking a look at and that are COVID related. So it's, I, I have never seen opportunities like this. And I think the world is going to see a huge wealth transfer over the next five years. I truly believe it. You know, it's almost, you know, some parallels to kind of an Atlas Shrugged where even if you believe that the government is going to save you and solve all your problems, you know, where I see uh, so much leadership is again in that, you know, is the business owners, the, the, the people that are like, listen, there's a problem and I can I can be a part of the solution right now. You know, one study I saw was that, uh, you know, they did a survey of business owners and, you um, forget which organization, National Entrepreneur, I forget what it was, but they, they showed that 50 over, gosh, it was close to 60%, 58, I think 60% of businesses are made drastic changes this yeah. year to adapt to opportunity problems that they could help solve. Uh, and and that just really inspired me that that we could be, so yeah. I, I'm doing like 98% of my business now I wasn't even doing in 2019. That's that's right. how drastic of a shift this is uh, globally and economically. And if you're not pivoting to meet those needs, it's, I think you're missing the boat. You, I'm going to give you a great example. One of our companies, um, I got involved with a, a, a public company called Celsius. It's an energy drink product. It's very oh, I've, I've drank it. Yeah, you, you, you're a part of a lot of products that I'm a oh, consumer oh, of. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's one of my big ones. Now, yeah. prior to COVID, we had a, a very solid business. The stock, the sales, everything was great. It was a $5 stock. Now, I got involved with the company five years ago when the stock was 22 cents. So, yeah. we, we, me and the board and the executive team had taken the company from 22 cents to $5. Now, COVID hits. What's going to happen? Oh, initially the market, a lot of stocks dropped. Our stock went from five to under $4. And I'm like, oh, what's happening? But what kicked in for us was the direct to the consumer business that we had put into place about a year ago or or longer, where we, we said, let's not just rely on retail sales. Because when COVID first hit, stores were closed. People couldn't buy their Celsius, but we had hundreds, if not thousands of fitness influencers going on full-time activity, selling the product direct and pitching it direct to the consumer. So our sales were up 150% during COVID. Now the market heard about this, saw our sales surging on Amazon and direct to the consumer, fitness influencers, some celebrities and things like that. And they said, this is a COVID stock that's going to go to do well. The stock is north of $20 now over the last three months. So from 
So a $5 stock that went to $4 and now to $20 because they had a pre-COVID strategy for direct to the consumer. And this is a product that is sold in retail stores. But again, direct to the consumer strategies, this is what entrepreneurs need to be doing for all their businesses. I mean, Sears didn't have one and Kmart didn't have one. Thank God Walmart, they just announced oh, they're going to do Walmart Plus to go head-to-head with Amazon. That's great. But, I mean, Amazon started in 1994, and here it is, you know, 2020, and Walmart is just now saying, let's do this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and my audience would probably, uh, I'd, I'd hear about it if I didn't at least ask you this question, but uh, I would imagine if you're entertaining or you're getting through your office 150 pitches uh, over that length of time, what is that process? So if someone says, I've got a great idea or we've got some really good momentum, I'd love to attract mentors, partners, you know, just someone could kind of help me with that next level. How does someone pitch your organization, what, what does that look like? So we, we get pitches a lot of different ways. Uh, we have a lot of social media sites, obviously. We're on Facebook and Instagram. LinkedIn is very powerful. So we, we do lots of, um, um, lots of virtual events and things like this. So generally, and at the end of our podcast here, um, you know, if, if we have a chance, if there's anybody out there that has a pitch for me, we, we can give them ways to contact us. But the bottom line is, is it, it's just, it's, it's what we do is putting content out there. And also, I mean, people watch Shark Tank. I mean, uh, Shark, I was on last night, the night before on Shark Tank and boom, our, 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 our social media is lighting up with people pitching us. So, so the, you know, being on TV helps a little bit, I guess. You know? <laughs> so, uh, but um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I think what, what, what many people are doing, and I found, I found it pretty encouraging that I heard from dozens and dozens to begin with. And then over time now, it's been hundreds of people that I've done business with over the years. They were checking in with me. Hey, Kev, what are you doing? What are you hearing? What, you know, just getting a little sounding board kind of, you know, a little mentoring kind of thing, because as you, as we've talked and we, we know, uh, you know, my, my new book that's coming out is about mentoring, how to get mentors, how to, how to pick the right mentor, et cetera, et cetera. This is, uh, the mentor to millions book this is part of what we it, we we talk about in there and what's so kind of interesting about this i turned the script in and the manuscript mark tim and myself are the co-authors we turned it in in january long before there was any word of COVID. but it really plays very nicely into what's happening in the world right now because this is what people need during times of crisis and pandemic, reach out to your mentors. I mean, I reached out to one of my financial mentors just this morning asking for some advice because I need, I have eight or nine mentors in my life and I've had some very powerful ones over the years. You know, when you get connected with a company, you know, again, I look at some of the things that that that, that provides, obviously, yeah, there's some visibility to, uh, you know, to being on ABC and so forth, but, you know, aside from the money, because, you know, you can get money a lot of different ways. You know, the relationships are obviously extremely valuable. But, uh, you know, 
what I would think and why someone would say, listen, I could probably get more money elsewhere, but what I really want is I want the mentorship. I don't know, like I've never, you know, if someone's coming to you and says, I haven't scaled a company to eight figures before, but Kevin Harrington, you have. And so I want your mentorship because you have the experience to say, all right, Padawan, (laughs) I've walked this trail. It's okay. We're going to do this together. There's something that's just so emotionally uh, satisfying to have a mentor who's walked that path that can help you walk that path that you've never gone before. Because there's a lot of opportunities for failure. Absolutely. I mean, look, we talked about Scrub Daddy, Lori Grenier. She's got great experience in and and not just the QVC side, but the manufacturing side, the retail distribution. We do all of that also ourselves. I mean, uh, back in the 80s, from the mid 80s on, I used to travel to Taiwan and China and Hong Kong and, and all over the world, sourcing products and manufacturing, bringing them back, then sh- then putting them producing TV commercials, putting them as seen on TV, buying media, and then shipping into retail stores. So we, our skill set involves dozens of industries, housewares, hardware, fitness, beauty, golf, fishing, toys, et cetera. We've sold products in all the categories all over the world in retail stores. And I'll just give you one little story. I was sitting with a $50 million business and it, we had a, a group of infomercials that had done very well. And, and I said to myself, an infomercial would, is, is sort of a bell-shaped curve, just like a movie. A movie comes out, it does well, and it hits the peak. And then it'll be out of the theaters because you're not going to go you either saw it or you're not going to go to the theaters. And then it winds down. Maybe it did 300 million in box office ticket sales, but it's, it's a bell shaped curve. Why well, had the same thing with my infomercials, but I sat and I said, how do we take this to the next level is, and this was my own brainstorm of where, how do I take, I had all these shows, all these products and they're done. But wait, there's more because I mentioned movies. What do movies do? They go to Europe, they go to Asia, they go to Latin America. So I started on a track of testing infomercials in England and Germany and Japan and in the Middle East and Jeddah, Saudi Arabia and cutting deals with media companies all around the world just to dub our infomercials, run them in the local language and then set up distribution. We went from 50 million to 500 million by doing that. So, so now as an entrepreneur, I've been doing business in a hundred plus countries for 30 plus years with hundreds of different products. So um, it, the, that has a lot of, there's a lot of mistakes I made all along the way. And I'm not going to let one of my entrepreneurs that I invest in make any of those mistakes that I made. And that's how it works. You know, we, so, you know, today we, we build B2B sales systems and, and that's one of the biggest selling points. I say, listen, we've made thousands of mistakes. Uh, we're we're going to save you a lot of money, save you a lot of time so that you won't have to repeat that. Um, Kevin, I'm, you know, I'm looking at your book right now. Um, and so Mentor to Millions, I'm looking at the listing here on Amazon. You know, not only do you provide a lot of consulting or a lot of coaching on how to find a great 
uh, mentor yourself, but but you actually include a, a an eight part framework uh, when you work with the new business venture. And I know we don't have a lot of time to get into all the details on that, but maybe just a high level overview uh, of that and anything else that that folks should get excited about about the new book. Yeah. So I mean. It's the, 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 there's, there's so many different things that are, that are important when, when we look at, at new ventures. I mean, I, I like to see proof of concept, first of all, and, and, and because I deal with a lot of startup entrepreneurs, right? So um, have they got any kind of just, you know, actual, have they sold it at a flea market? Is it, have they tested it on a, on a website somewhere, on Facebook? I mean, one of the beauties today over the old days of the SCM TV industry, in the old days, we'd have to produce a TV commercial. We'd have to buy the media. We'd have to set up phone centers. Right. All of that took six months and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Today, Facebook, we can put an ad together, run some traffic, test it, put a little video with it for two, three, four thousand dollars we're in business testing. So we get proof of concept. So, so that's a starting point. But we also, I'm a big, big believer in the customer acquisition cost and how that works. And do you know, because people would come on Shark Tank, hey, I want a million dollars for 10% of my company. Do you have any sales? Well, not yet. So <laughs> you have no customers, so you don't know what your customer acquisition cost is, right? Yeah. Then, you know, that to me, that defined almost every project we did in the world of As Seen on TV. If I'm doing the Tony Little Gazelle, for example, the product we're selling for $400. The product cost me 100 to manufacture. I had a customer acquisition cost available of between 100 and $150 that I could spend to acquire the customer because I was still left with a nice gross profit after that. So when I meet with entrepreneurs, I want to, I dive into the numbers. This is, you know, one of the steps of this process is, you know, what are your numbers? Do you know your customer acquisition cost? Do you know the lifetime value of your customer? That's also very, very important. So, uh, because we do a lot of tweaking as we sell products, we don't just stop after the first sale or just one unit. We'll offer, hey, buy buy two, get one free, buy three, get two free. We want to increase the average order value. So, so there's all kinds of techniques we want to see if entrepreneurs are utilizing any of these. And that, that's just part of the, the stepping stones of what we look for in the beginning. You know, last thing that I wanted to ask you about for this book, um, as you talk ab- ab- about developing a strong mentor-mentee relationship with your kids. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, I have two boys and Mark Tim is the co-author of the book. He's got six kids. So, um, and so it, it, the book starts where, where Mark is driving home after the most amazing day as an entrepreneur, he's supercharged, but now he's in his driveway and he has to go in the house and he realizes all that fun and excitement of, of his mindset is going to end as soon as he goes in because they're going to say, why are you home so late? And, you know, we've already eaten dinner and, and all the negative stuff that happens. And so th- this was the challenge Mark had. And now 
there's a journey that Mark and I go through that's very transformational. And so that's the, you know, one of the storylines of Mentor to Millions. But um, I, to two boys that I have, one's 32 and one's 22, my 32-year-old, he's been in my business now working with me for 10 years. Pretty powerful. 10 years at the age of 30, you know, to have a 10-year background, hardcore business. I mean, he himself has done over a hundred million dollars in sales of different products that he's been involved with. So, um, so I believe that mentoring the family, the kids, very powerful. I had a mentor when I was 11 years old. It was my father. Okay. And he, he, he's brought me into his businesses. I started working in Harrington's Irish pub when I was 11 and he would show me the different purchasing things that were going on and tracking that and then closing out the money at the end of the day and how he was hiring and why he had to get rid of some people that weren't people that I thought were good people that he had to fire for different reasons. So it's been great for me. My father started as a mentor. I had Zig Ziglar was a mentor to me and Zig actually mentored Mark Tim. And that's how the two of us met was through Tom Ziglar after Zig passed away. So mentors have been great for me in my life. And I, I, I don't think there's anybody out there that should not have a, several, if not a, a multitude of, of mentors, not necessarily all at once. But I mean, in, in my world, I do have quite a few because I've got, I have personal finance, we have business finance, we have legal, we have, I am not a, a digital marketing guy. You know, I reached out to Russell Brunson way back and said, Russell, will you mentor me on digital marketing and the founder of ClickFunnels, right? And so I've never been bashful to ask for help. And this is what it takes. You just got to go out there and do it. Yeah, the book is Mentor to Millions. It is available as of when we're recording this. It starts sales start on September 22nd. So as of when you're listening to this, if, if that date is passed, it's available right now. And of course, Kevin, your website is kevinharrington.tv. Anything else that folks should look for? I know you've yes. got a per, you got a pitch blueprint right on your website. We were oh, talking yeah. about that earlier. We can take, yeah. So if if they if they buy direct from Amazon, that's okay. But if they buy through kevinmentor.com, hmm. they, they get a lot of other goodies. We're going to give them actually 30 days of free mentoring. Mark, Tim, and I, we've shot a lot of content, but we're going to do some live stuff too. They get invited to virtual events, all free for the purchase of an $18 book. So, but you've got to go, you don't get that at Amazon. It come through kevinmentor.com and hmm. you're going to get $1,000 worth of goodies for free. Yep. KevinMentor.com. I'm on the website right now. I see all the goodies. Awesome. Kevin Harrington, man, this is great. Thank you so much. You've been on my bucket list for a long time, my friend, and you're just down the road. And uh, I love your energy. And it's a one plus one equals five here today, I think. So thanks for having me. And um, we're so close. Maybe I'll see you in Orlando sometime soon. Sounds great. Love it. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you. Take care. Thanks for listening to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, 
tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.